With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. Our temperature right now, 33 degrees, 36 the high today, 31 the low tonight. Chance for some mixed precip uh, today and uh, tonight, 36 on Thursday. With a 35% chance of some precip and 30 the low Thursday night. National Weather Service issued a dense fog advisor for southwest and west central Iowa until 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, visibilities could be down to one quarter of a mile. In some areas, this could cause hazardous driving conditions due to low visibility. Slow down and use your headlights and leave plenty of distance ahead. Well, on Tuesday, the Red Oak Fire Department was dispatched to the new co-op at 203 uh, West Oak Street for reported explosion with the possibility of a building collapsing. When firefighters arrived, light smoke was seen from one building and two buildings were damaged. However, no buildings collapsed. All employees were accounted for and no injuries were reported. The fire was located in the North Pitt building containing the grain belt system for the new grain storage building on the west side of the complex. The fire was quickly extinguished and grain processing areas were checked and no other fire was located. Two outbuildings, a grain leg system and a grain belt had sustained damage. The dollar amount of the damage is unknown. The assisting agencies were Stanton Fire Department, Montgomery County EMA, Red Oak Police Department, and Montgomery County Communications. Three people from Atlantic and one from Anita faced charge of counterfeiting a forgery for annoyingly possessing and attempting to pass counterfeit U.S. currency and transportation tickets uh, attending to defraud. The APD identified the four people charged in the case as 52-year-old Tammy Schultz, 31-year-old Nathan Frazier, 30-year-old Kaylee Nolte, all of Atlantic, and 37-year-old Jason Wingrove of Anita. According to the affidavit, on December 30th, a man identified as Jason Wingrove was caught attempting to pass counterfeit U.S. currency at the Atlantic Walmart store. Wingrove admitted to the police he was using the phony money to buy an inkjet printer cartridge. During the investigation, he told the officer the money was produced at Tammy Schultz Apartment B location at 1200 Elm Street. Schultz admitted to the police she gave the phony money to Wingrove. Now, the Atlantic Police Department conducted a search warrant at that residence and collected several hundred counterfeit items, including U.S. currency, Swita transportation phony tickets, a manufactured bank check, ink jet printer, ink cartridges, and photos of U.S. currency. Schultz identified all the items belonging to Kaylee Nolte and Nathan Frazier. The two allegedly printed the counterfeit items and gave them to Schultz to cut them out. Tammy stated she knew it was illegal and tried to tell Nolte and Frazier. The same. Donna Robinson was served four terms in Montgomery County Board of Supervisors announced at the end of Tuesday's meeting that she would not seek a fifth term. Robinson holds a District 5 seat that is up for election this year. I was, I was asked last week about uh, the District 5 supervisor position, which is the position I hold. It's up for election this year. Um, I am not going to run for re-election this year. And I guess I wanted to just put it out there so that the general public knows that. I think we've talked about it a lot here. Well, a lot of people know, but I wanted to know. So if there's somebody out there in the 5th District that is interested in this position, um, I would love to have them step forward. Now Robinson says the filing deadline is March 22nd, allowing candidates to get their papers out. Prospects can contact the Montgomery County Auditor's Office for more information on taking out papers and collecting signatures. 
Well, the Ottoman City Council approved an employee pay increase at Monday's meeting. Ottoman City Clerk Janelle Remsburg says the council approved a 3% pay increase for the Public Works Department, police and deputy clerk. She says the council also discussed relocating the police department to the city clerk's office at the former Ottoman State Bank building. And so it's quite a large building, so the police department has plans to move in to the upstairs of the bank. Rimsburg says the plan is to move into the facility as soon as the weather warms up. No word exists on how the city plans to utilize the current police department facility. In other business, Rimsburg says the city council is considering a code enforcement officer. She says one of the council members is checking with another city to see how it works for them. The item will be placed on the February city council agenda. Additionally, the city council approved several reappointments and appointments on a Monday. Tyler Tigerson was reappointed as the Ottoman Fire Chief, Ashley Hartle, Roxanne Hoyle, and Anna Meyer to the Park and Rec Board, Shannon Freemuth to the Planning and Zoning Commission, and Rick Freemuth to the Board of Adjustment. Council also discussed adding a second snowblower to the fleet and announced the drop box has been relocated to the city hall's new location. Well, students are set to resume classes in Perry. Elementary students start school today, while middle school students will return on Thursday. High schoolers will start next week on January 31st. There will be open houses informing parents how the school day will operate. Also, there will be police officers and mental health resources in the building. Students will be let out early until further notice. And 16- and 17-year-olds were able to take care of children without supervision under a bill in the Iowa House. It would let the teens care for up to four babies, seven two-year-olds, ten three-year-olds, and twelve four-year-olds in a classroom. The center would need at least two adults working but are not required inside the classroom. The bill has yet to see debate or pass through a committee. Well, the National Weather Service in Des Moines is putting a call for storm spotters this spring. Each year, the Weather Service schedules numerous spotter training classes across the state. The Adair and Guthrie County Emergency Management Agencies released yesterday information on a storm spotter training class on March 20th from 7 to 9 at the Menlo Community Building. Brooke Hagenhoff with an ISO Weather Service at Des Moines says they train people to identify different features from these spring storms, whether it be wall clouds, hail, tornadoes, or funnel clouds. We talk about those mainly for the purpose of getting information back from these spotters. Um, We rely on spotters heavily at the Weather Service um, to give us ground truth observations um, because we just can't see it all. And what we're looking at on radar and satellite, while that's really great, um, comparing that to ground truth is really important to making sure that our warnings are accurate and that they help downstream as these storms continue to move. Hagenhoff says the Weather Service wants information the spotter thinks they are observing that they feel might be impactful. If there is a feature in the cloud that looks concerning, certainly if it looks like there's a tornado forming, we want that. But if they have had a storm that has caused damage or dropped hail, we want that, as well as their precise location, um, the time that the damage occurred, if they've got it, or if it's currently ongoing. Um, So kind of that what, the when, and the where are the most important And she says photos sent to them from the spotter are essential. She says this is also part of the training on how to get visual information to the Weather Service. The training is free and open to the public. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.